Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Living Astrology with Janet Hickox. You know what it means. It's time to grab your cup of coffee or your tea. <laughs> I one, have mine. <laughs> Sit back and let's chat about what is happening up in the stars today. And, you know, this is a great time because this week is lighter than all of the weeks so far this March. So it's a great time for me to introduce to you my friend, Terry Strauss, psychic medium. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again. Dude, is it because you're an astrologer that you're up so early? No, it's more <laughs> like I was born in the early morning. Actually, not even that early. 7.58 was my birth time, but my engine starts running as soon as I'm my feet hit the ground. That's my generator type, right? So you're ah. a reflector type, so you're going to pick up everybody else's energies around you. So like if if you're at home alone, then you may have trouble. You might be just waffling around going, what do I do next? But whoever's at home with you is going to be the one that is running the show energetically, so to speak, because you're just a reflection of what they're going through. You're not, it's not just a reflection. That's so rude. You I are a reflection. <laughs> I am home alone. Yeah. So when you're home alone, it's like the moon, because we call reflectors uh, lunar beings. Because oh, the, absolutely. Yeah, because the one thing that you can count on is that the moon is moving through maybe two or three gates in a day. And that means two or three different things that can get connected up in your human design chart at any time. So there's that. And then any people that you come in contact with, and maybe even your animals in some way have uh, a bearing on, because there is a, a mammalian design wouldn't be called a human design then, but a mammalian design that, that our animals have, our mammal friends, and uh, they can somewhat fill in the gaps in your human design as well. Great. I have six cats. Right. Right. <laughs> you have six cats. And think about cats. <laughs> They're just so free. <sighs> And they're just going to, you know, if they want your attention, they tell you they want your attention. It's just kind of fun to uh, think about our animals. Um, often animals, if you're someone that doesn't have a lot of grounding, um, an animal will give you that because one of the channels that animals have is uh, the channel of routines and habits, like the the very... Um, day-to-day -day living right they have that mm -hmm. down they'll they'll bug you for food they'll bug you for water they need to go out they want you know the cuddle mm -hmm. time they want their play time so mm -hmm. they keep humans sort of on a routine that mm -hmm. might be helpful for some people as well but we didn't come here to talk about this today oh i'm so sorry would, would you bring it up for i don't know Yes, I'm a nine. I do that. Uh, let's say good morning to people who are popping in this morning. Good morning, Debbie TT. I see you out there. And Kathleen Mallory, good morning to you. It's good to have you with us. Justice for all. Hello, Tom. Hello to you, Kajella. Hello, JLo. It's good to see you. And JLo says, Welcome, Terry. I don't know if you can see the stream of comments. I'm just reading down the. I don't know how to see that. Who said what? Uh, JLo said, Welcome, Terry. And Pam Zaruba says, good morning, everyone. Terry, I really enjoyed you on Desire to Inspire. Yay. Oh. And Joan Durchy, good morning to you. So this morning, of course, we'll have some astrology to talk about. That's just how we roll, right? We, we like to talk about astrology. Uh, but we are also going to be going into <laughs> Terry's phone is in the background. I hear you. Well, or I hear me. Oh my God! Wait, 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 wait! You got to turn off Facebook or put or mute mute, mute your phone. I, no, I put it on airplane mode and it won't stop talking. Okay, you're live. Just keep talking. I'll fix this shit. Okay. <laughs> All right, Terry's good to fix her. So one thing we can we know about psychic mediums is that technology doesn't always work right around them. Like it does weird hmm. stuff. Why do you think that is, Terry? God, I don't know, but I hate technology. It's so overwhelming for me. I don't yeah, know. I wonder if that's like because you're always running high energy, right? There, that there's mm -hmm. that um, kind of the edge. I guess what we would say is the higher um, vibrations or the higher frequencies 
And yeah, I can see how that might mess with technology or mess with you enough that then your technology gets messed up. You know, I can't wear watches. Tell us why. I, I just, they just like, uh, my husband got me a Fitbit watch type thing. Yeah. And within two days I was burning on my arm. Like I could feel the heat from it. I could, it was leaving like a little mark on me. So I got rid of it. But normally I, I don't wear watches. It's just, they're very annoying to me. I could wear all kinds of bracelets, but watches is you'll not see me with a watch on. Yeah. Now too, you know, you're, you're probably experiencing things like that because of the vibration of the souls that might be crowded around you at times wanting to bring you messages. That's, I've never looked at it like that. I yeah. would, wow, no, I don't but, know. But when you think about it, you know, because mediums, they, you, I would say that your light attracts souls, right, from around, you know, the, the passed over souls. Right. And it's possible that as they're waiting their turn to come in, uh, or just barging in as they do, um, that their signals, their, their frequencies might be messing with the earth frequency or with your own natural frequencies. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I have a friend that you would put a watch on and it just stops working. So I don't know. But you know, when yeah. you're talking, we weren't supposed to be talking about the pets, but when you talk to pets, when I meditate and if I'm in a good meditation, I've realized that I can't do it unless I set an intent for an hour. And it seems like I only get like, it takes 40 minutes for me to get somewhere. But what will normally pull me out of meditation is those cats pouncing on me. So, or uh, headbutting me. And I'm just, so I think they sense that I'm like drifting off somewhere or I'm in a place that they think that I don't need to go. So well, it's you like know, that's energy. interesting. Cats have always been guardians, mm -hmm. right? That from yeah. the Egyptian times on down, Abyssinian the, from way back in time, cats were kind of the guardians. And <clears throat> yeah, I wonder if that's what they're doing. They're seeing, sensing you're going too mm -hmm. far. Come back, little Terry. And I'm like, dude, I was almost there. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you were too far there. <laughs> well, you have to learn from your mistakes. You just lock them up. Right. You go to a room without them. Um, so tell us, Terry, how, how and when you became a medium. And I know you kind of think of yourself as a psychic medium because you've got the psychic information going on, plus the medium tendencies or channeling tendencies that come up. But that started relatively young for you, didn't it? I don't consider me to be a psychic medium because I think a medium is psychic and a psychic is not a medium. So therefore, why do I need to put them both out there? Why can't a medium just cover it all? Right. I can't think of a good reason. Okay. So, but yes, psychic my whole life from a very young age um, through school and young and knowing who's at the door who's on the phone you know we had rotary phones i'm really showing my age huh and so <laughs> you would run to the phone knowing who was on it and my mom would say don't answer it but then i'd answer it because i'd go hi so and so always knew if i didn't answer it was probably because there was somebody on the other line i didn't want to talk to but that was young and then probably mm. i want to say 2011 i um went to a james van prague event that was all week long and that's when I found out that I was picking up on spirits. But as an empath, I'm a feeler. So I've always just thought that I was most of the time sick. Like I had all mm. these ailments. But when you'd go to the doctors, there wasn't any. There wasn't. There's nothing wrong with you. We don't find nothing. I'm so over that. I mean, it's just like. But then my mom telling her, well, when you were younger, you were like just a hypochondriac. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then she's like, well, you'd get sick. You'd go play with your friends. You'd come home and I'd take you to the doctors. And they always said nothing was wrong with you. Always. I didn't even know that until she said it maybe in my 40s. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, in, in 2011, how old were you? Because that you you would have been at a turning point, I think, in your life. 30, 30 what was I? I don't know. Why do you make me do this math? You would have been, I'm trying to think of what year you were born, 65? 1964. So 64. In 2011, I turned 50. So you would have been in your mid-40s. Four, five, six. 
because that it seems to me a life 37 37 37 so was in 20 no maybe wait i don't know you're making my brain work this is part of my human design i think that i'm not supposed to remember this stuff so don't ask me (laughs) uh you were 47 my friend (laughs) oh okay i'm thinking no if i was 50 in in 2011 there's no way you were 37. Um, oh my god i'd have to go back how many years is that from now i don't know is this a math show yeah, it's a math show. It's a quiz. It's a quiz show. So, oh my God, how stupid. But so that I, what I was, <laughs> what I was trying to get to was this was like a life uh, changing thing for you, right? To go into this full on, and did that equate somehow to a life cycle that you were moving through in either your astrology or your human design? And it feels like you were kind of getting very close to what would have been your Chiron return. Um, Oh, so likely something big going along there. I don't have your chart. I should have brought your chart this morning. But at any rate, we so you go through this change, right? And now hmm. suddenly, so what is it? You, it just dawns on you that that you have these spirits that are coming in, or or did was there one specific incident that really triggered it for you? I think really around 31, 32, it really was heavy duty um, going in, but I didn't know what it was. Like I told you, I felt like I was sick all the time. It wasn't until I uh, had a reading with a psychometrist, someone that reads the jewelry. Is that how you say it? I could be screwing that up. Um, And she's the one that said I would be doing this. And she said I should be reading. And um, I thought she was crazy, to be honest. I wish I knew who she was because I'd reach out and say, well, you really weren't. Um, She just saw something that I didn't yet, you know. So I'm a hairdresser. So it just I just went with the flow with it. It was reading other people, reading other people. so mm. James Van Prover is probably my first, and I didn't jump right back out and say, oh, now I'm this, I'm that. I went to, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, I can't do this. Um, why am I doing this? You know, is it written in the stars? That's a good question. Is something like this written in the stars? Um, but then I was, I guess, in going to the wrong place at the right time in public and ended up with a spirit with me in my car. <laughs> Writing with you? <laughs> yes, yes. And I, for whatever oddball reason, just knew that I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not. Get out. Get out. I, I'm not reading anybody in public. This is not happening. And is this, um, is this what the spirit was telling you? No, I was telling the spirit, get out of my car, because I know that there was a sense there. I felt somebody and I knew that they were responsible for their own life. And I was just like, I, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And then I went to get my feet done, my nails done. And it was a last minute thing. I had a hair client that canceled and I thought, oh, can you get me in? Yeah. So I drove really fast down my road and that's when I felt it. And when I got there, there was nobody in the lobby. And then I was like, and I didn't feel the person anymore. So I thought, oh, 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 I don't feel that anymore. And then all of a sudden I felt it come back in as a woman walked in the door and I'm sitting there. Oh God, don't sit by me. Don't sit by me. Don't sit by me. And all these chairs and she had to sit next to me. So then I started talking and stuff started spilling out of my mouth and she's looking at me like I'm, I don't know, weird, weird, right? I'm friends with her today. She's so funny. Oh, I was going to say, is this a real person, Terry? So it was It's a real absolutely person. a real person. Real person. In fact, okay. she's one of my testimonials on my page, and it's probably one of the longest ones I own because of the stuff that came through. It was crazy. So, but that's how, and, but normally I don't feel people pop in, you know, mm. it's just that day for whatever reason I did. And so then I said, oh, okay, well, maybe I'm in too, I'm going to say I'm intuitive. And then, okay, and then I, I sat with that one for about a year or so. Then I went to psychic medium, and then I found out that not all psychics are mediums. So then I finally, finally went to a medium. So, medium. <laughs> so then you, you just came to peace with being able to talk about people's loved ones that have passed over. Mm-hmm. Or talk it was all medical people. at first. At first, it was all medical with me. So like I would feel their ailments. I would know what was wrong with them. I would know. And, but then it was confusing because then I, that's how I bring spirit in. 
how they passed or what their ailments were. So I still read medically, but I wouldn't say I'm a medical medium. But that happens to you with live people too. Mm -hmm. I, Pets too. Yeah. So, so you're open, you have this open channel. And for those of you who are listening today who know human design, Terry's design is that of a reflector. So mm -hmm. she has all of the centers white, right? There is, there's hanging gates on some of the centers, but she doesn't have any that connect up. So she's totally open, which means then <laughs> she's taking in the energy in every center from anyone that she's around, amplifying it. And then even rebroadcasting that because that's just how that energetic signature works. So when she's feeling something, she's not. And, and this is the distinction that you had to make that you couldn't make when you were younger is that you're picking up other people's ailments, feeling it in your own body, but it isn't yours. And owning it. Yeah. You know, you ever think about it if you, now thinking about all the stuff that I watch or I study or whatever, and you think, somebody comes in you're doing their hair and they have a migraine and they're i'm sorry i was running late i have a migraine well then i start having a headache and at the time i didn't know that this was happening but then i'm i have a headache i have a headache they leave i still have a headache and i'm like dude i don't get headaches so i have a headache i have a headache and that's what you're saying all day long right and so then what you got to do is flip it and say oh god that oh headache's gone even if it's not, just lie to yourself because you just got to <laughs> convince yourself that it's gone, right? And it would be. So trying to figure it out later, if somebody was having an ailment, I literally learned to walk away out of the room, go to the bathroom, just go around the corner and just ask, is, is this headache or this nausea, is this mine? Or is it, is it somebody else's? And so it would dissipate. And then that's when I knew that's when yeah. I started to play. Yeah. Now you still pick that up though, from people. Yeah. Just the difference is now, you know, that it's probably not yours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's like when I don't like to do groups, but I like to do one-on-ones is because I don't care what comes through my mouth in a one-on-one. -on -one. I know it's not me. They're not talking to me like that. They're not saying that kind of stuff to me. So I know exactly it belongs to you. But in a group setting, I don't know who it belongs to. This is kind of like I haven't, I haven't honed that part yet. Yeah, but, you know, maybe you would just assume that anything coming through is from the group because when you walked mm -hmm. into that room or before you walked into that room, you were fine. Mm -hmm. And then when you walk into that room, now you're being barraged by whatever moods, feelings, aches and pains right. and, you know, emotions and so forth. Uh, mm -hmm. You would have to know then that the, I think the hardest part then would be whose is this? Besides, right? I, I know it's not mine, but whose yeah. is this? Yeah, dude, don't go to the grocery store with me. Mm. <laughs> I think it would be fun to go to the grocery store with you. <laughs> you know, Taryn, um, our daughter, she'll say, oh, God, there she goes. And I'll just look at her and give her the look, you know, like, what are you talking about? Because she said there's a look when something's about to happen. And so like when you, I used you to You know what it is, Terry? You do. You have a look. You kind of kind of I've seen you sort of go away. Mm. I, and that's not true. Like you're not gone. Mm -hmm. It's just I see like your your focus turns maybe inward or, or maybe out. Mm -hmm outward mm -hmm. uh, and I've seen you do that when all of a sudden out of the blue like you'll just kind of get quiet and like there's this far away look in your eye I don't know well if that's, that's a giveaway right there if I got quiet right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that could be that could be um, yeah it is I did it on the podcast too I was watching sometimes I watch them um I don't like to watch them but sometimes I do and all of a sudden you know Amanda's talking and I'm like but why and I'm sitting there going why are you doing and I'm like oh my god I, I did it I know what they're talking about you did because you can see it you see yourself kind of go off um now that that's a great segue tell us about your podcast so if people wanted to hear more about you and Amanda and the subjects that you guys are covering yeah. tell us about your podcast when can when is it where can they find you etc 
Okay, so Amanda and I uh, co-host um, Healing Spirits Here and There podcast with the Terry and Amanda. It's on uh, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Switch, and YouTube. And we go off on eight, I think we'd release it at seven in the morning. We pre-record. Um, I, don't, I don't think we should go live weird things happen. And so we pre-record and it comes out on Friday mornings. One of these days will be like you, but Friday mornings, um, we come out, I think we're on podcast number 16, been doing it roughly since December. Yeah. 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 Well, funny because we, I had a dream about us doing this and I really, to be honest, thought it was Amanda and I was just going to help out with it, but we are just like, so 50, 50 and it's just, but she's the techie one. She's so techie. And so I'm not. <laughs> yeah. She's the techie one. It's a good thing, right? You guys nicely balance one another in that respect. So yeah, she can I think do all so. the editing and get the podcast shined up and then right. uh, it goes on to the broadcast on Friday. And I feel that- content with her. I feel so good with her. Um, but she cracks me up all the time. She cracks me up. And in the beginning, it was really hard because it's hard for me to sit there and, and see me on a screen. Um, I, I don't I don't want to. Sometimes I put a sticky note over me. <coughs> but um, like over your face so you don't yep. see your face. Oh, my goodness, Terry. Um, I, there's a question from the group. She said, uh, JLo says, I see myself do that. Sheesh. I want to have my camera off now. How can we stay away from the self-negative talk? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know. You know, I recently just had a medical medium reading for some medical issues that I never get answers for. But she brought up my throat and um, I have a cough that always happens. And I've also been noticing that the cough shows up right before reading. Uh, it used to have a time a timeline on it, so I wouldn't book my readings around the cough. Now I'm noticing that it happens all the time, and or uh, my nose starts itching. I've noticed that in the podcasting. I think it's a nervous mechanism. But she said that my throat issues were that I did not think that my words were of value, that I did not think that my words are of value, or that people. Um, don't take them the right way as I'm trying to say it, so to speak. And let me tell you how true that is. And when she said that, I was like, holy shit, because I'll say stuff on our podcast. And then I know it takes her a day or two to get to editing. She's got a little guy. And so then I'll be messaging her going, maybe you better take that out. I don't think I should have said that. What if I offend somebody, you know, I, okay, I said, fuck. And so she, I told her, go put a blooper in my mouth. And so I'm, I just, I think that's right. That's why we have throat problems or um, in readings, people who have thyroid issues, not, I'm not a medical doctor. Don't sue me. I'm entertainment purposes only. Right. So I got my little disclaimer in here, but this is not speaking your truth. Or this is not letting your words be heard or thinking that they need to be heard. Your throat chakra. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, you have and- trauma in your life, but you've buried it. Maybe you have a life issue going on and you aren't speaking your words. You're just shutting it up. Well, it doesn't matter what I say. We're just going to argue about it. So I'm just going to shut it down. Well, and didn't you as a, as a kid, you were already being shut down because we don't talk about those things or, you know, don't, don't tell me, don't tell me what you see or hear Mm. or sense or something like that. So it probably started very young, but you also have that open throat in your Mm -hmm. human design. Mm -hmm. So along with an open identity center, Mm -hmm. so you don't Mm -hmm. know who you are, you don't see your worth. And that would lead to second guessing yourself and everything that would come out of your mouth. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. Like, you know, oh, they said that, but if you weren't supposed to say it, you never would have said it. Oh, absolutely. And so, you know, I, there's a lot of mediums that will say that it's evasion of privacy to go into a grocery store or the local co-op and read somebody. I don't go there looking to see, oh, God, who can I, you know, get in their bubble with their bubble people get into me. It's just like, why are you telling me? Tell them because some people have a shut off valve and wherever mine is, it has I haven't found it yet. So my thought process is if I walk into a store and I'm casually, for whatever reason, talking to you, 
and stuff starts coming through and I'm like, uh, sorry, I'm a medium, but I have this information. Are you open to it? And I've only had one person tell me no in what, 12 years. And so, yes, they're open to it. My thought process is that person probably would have never come to see someone like me. Maybe they didn't have a belief system in it. Maybe they are not aware of something like this, but their loved ones are wanting to heal them somehow and say, Hey, I didn't leave. I'm right here. Right. Yeah. And to me, that's powerful, but no, I've had a medium approach my daughter in a, and while she was working one time and my daughter wasn't okay with it. Mm. So some people, I get it. I get it. I get it. But, um, but it's good that you preface it with, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I really need to tell you some things. Are you open to, I'm a medium, however you want to phrase that. Mm -hmm. And then are you open to hearing? Yeah. Because if they say no, then you got, you, you just got to say to their loved ones, sorry, they're not open yet. Mm -hmm. And if yeah. they are open, then you can speak and know that they'll take it in. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, that but I can't pinpoint who it is. It's just like I, I'll gravitate, you know, I tell the story all the time about trying to go to Coles and walking into Ross and the man saying, welcome to Ross. And I'm looking at him like he's crazy. And he's like, um, welcome to Ross. And I said, oh, I thought this was Coles or I thought I'm supposed to be in Coles. And he goes, that's next door. <laughs> like, Dude, I know where the hell Coles is. I just don't know why I'm in your store. So, but he doesn't know what's going through my head. But then my little sarcasm shuts up, starts, you know, like, great. Now, what do I got to do? Walk up and down the aisles? Why did you push me into the store? You know, you're giving me chills, uh, Terry, because knowing where you live, did you go into the Ross and Marysville? Absolutely. That's where my son, Brian, who you read for us for, <laughs> was the store manager. Get the hell out. That's nope. hilarious. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious that I didn't even know that. And that's such a random story for me to start sharing with you. Because yeah, I a say random story. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's random here. Nothing's random here. And to be fair, I did not know Terry until after Brian died. Mm -hmm. And, and even at that, it was probably what, four months later, it was October when we saw you, he died in July. And you so your shopping thing with Marysville would have been before that. Right. But that's funny, because I, I got this weird sensation over me when I started talking about it. And mm -hmm. I was just and for a split second, I'm thinking, uh, uh, what's that? But that was different. It was like someone whooshed and then gave me these goosebumps. These goosebumps usually come in like this. They came in like this. And now you just said that. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Hey, Brian. Nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, funny, funny. You know, on uh, Sunday, Saturday night, we had uh, a fundraiser uh, because Brian's stepdaughter, Bailey, is a, a race car driver. And so once a year, we, we do the fundraiser, you know, raising funds for her to continue racing. And uh, Brian was always the MC of the event. So last year, I couldn't go. I just couldn't. I couldn't go and know that there was this empty place, you know, that he would have been in. And I went this year um, because, you know, it's, you know, I, I got to get past this sometime. So I go and bless her heart she had redone her race car mm, wait mm -mm, mm -mm. could you just tell me if there is something about a huge dragonfly oh the well the dragonflies are all about um uh yes so in the before you started saying that it feels like i have to reference a mural or something big so to me, I want to enlarge something. Now he's on my tattoo. So that's why I went with the word dragonfly. I do know you have tattoos, but this yeah. is bigger than that. Wait, this way. No, this, she, I, I mean, the, the, I'm almost speechless. She has redone her race car mm -hmm. to represent suicide awareness and prevention. Oh, and one of their symbols is of course the feather and the, the, uh, that, kind of looks like a semicolon well the semicolon is the symbol but they turn it into a dragonfly and it's on her race car which it wasn't before 
right? She redid okay. the race car this year, uh, okay. changed the colors to suicide awareness colors, uh -huh. which are purple. purple. And, and then that is now what her race car is. And I'm getting chills sitting yeah. there. I'm going to have to get a sweater. Um, and that, so she, she announces this at the um, fundraiser on Saturday night and she had the race car outside. So as I was walking up to the building that the fundraiser was in, there it was, the car with the suicide prevention and on the inside of the wing, I think it is that they call the wing was uh, a, a kind of hello to Brian. Thank you, you know, for being in my mm -hmm. life. It was so crazy, but good. That sounds good. amazing. I made it through the night. I did not cry once. I can't believe I did How, that. And I, I, I can something. see that you had strength in it because you felt, I think you felt his presence, but it was just like, I say, I think they're here. And when we can get to that point of knowing that they're here and just your physical body's gone, but their soul is still here, yeah. then it's easier to say, look what we're doing for you. Look what, how they're honoring you. Look how much you meant to us, you know, um, and it puts them in the present moment. That's why I'm, when I reference it, I'm thinking something's big, something's big. And I didn't want you to tell me this story because I thought I'm sitting on this to see where this goes. <laughs> now, do you think, Terry, that everybody has the potential for being a medium in some respects? I do. In the beginning, I didn't. I kind of thought that I was. For at first, it was kind of creepy, scary to me, like, why me? And then then I thought, oh, I'm special. Um, like I have a gift like during school. I never finished school. I never had a forte of <coughs> doing X, Y and Z. So I felt like this was something it was my superpower. <coughs> Excuse me. And my friend yeah, used to coughing. <coughs> I get nervous. Yeah, I get nervous. And here it goes. I get, get your really water. <laughs> All right. That's why I always keep my water with me. You never know when you're going to choke yeah, up. Yeah, but um, that's a good question because um, is it written in the stars? You know, I think it is. And, and I believe, this is my belief system, but I think it bears out through our astrology, is that we are beings that are connected to heaven and to earth. Right. So I, th I think that everybody at some point in their life has the ability i think they always have the ability it's whether they're going to believe in it themselves, <coughs> right that they can access uh the spirit world whether that's being a psychic and just kind of precognitively knowing what might be coming mm -hmm. or you know passing somebody on the street and going oh you know there's something i need to tell you or whether it's like you know in some respects i feel like i've become a medium uh, not because I can read other people and their loved ones, but I can read my own, mm -hmm. right? I, I know when Brian is around or I know, you know, that we have these conscious conversations sometimes. Um, I think that's because you take it into a, um, a spot of knowing that this is possible, that this yeah. is factual. The ones who I feel aren't there yet aren't really feeling their loved ones. You know, a lot of people say, I can't feel my loved ones. And I said, well, I think you're looking too hard. I think you're feeling too hard. Um, you know, there was this huge reference to a dime one time. And the girl says, I never find coins at all. Pennies, nickels, dimes or whatever. And I said, okay, fine, whatever. She took her little moped to work in Seattle and she parked her moped. She went to work. She come back. She went to put the kickstand up and there was a dime. And, and it, I think maybe we talked about it. And from then on, She's like, oh, I see this, I see this, I see this, I see this. Because I think there's just a screen across us that we can't quite see it yet. You'll see yeah. it in music. You'll see it in the songs. Back to, I think every child is gifted. Every child. So every one of us is gifted somehow, some way. We are a gift to this world. And it's a matter of who pushes it away, who believes it, and who doesn't. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. oh, you don't have an imaginary friend. Uh, yeah, she does. <laughs> right? Yeah, but then the parents attempt to, you know, tell them mm -hmm. that that's not true. And they're like, don't talk about this. Don't talk yeah. about that. Don't talk about Peter walking down the road with you. Don't do that. Uh, you know? <laughs> Why? Because people are going to think you're nuts. Yeah. 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 So we, we kind of, um, we, we take it away from our, our children. Now, I tried mm -hmm. not to do that you know, with my kids, um, Heather, right from the very youngest age, 
would tell me, oh, let's go to the mailbox. Grandma, send us a letter. And she'd drag me out of the house to go to the mailbox. And there was a letter from grandma. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, things like that all the time. She would, she would say, Wyatt telling us now uh, when Brian is there, he'll mm -hmm. just say, oh, daddy came to me last night. He was not his, he wasn't daddy though. He was light. Oh, that's Whoa. amazing. Cause those are children. That's amazing. That's amazing. Right. They yeah. haven't, you know, they haven't been enculturated or mm -hmm. uh, convinced that what they're seeing isn't true. But I think as adults now, even if you've had, you know, parents or people around you that have sort of stripped that away, it's just lying quietly within you. And I think waiting so. for you to consciously bring it back. If that's what you're supposed to do, I think some people, if let's say you want, you know that you have abilities and you try to make them better, you try to grow, you try to do this, but it's just not picking up. And it's to me, it's just like not, maybe that's not your path. Not yeah. everyone is here to read. Not everyone is here. like some people say, I wouldn't want what you have, Terry because it affects me physically, right? Um, or people would say, I'd love to do the way you do it, but everyone is different. I, yeah. I read totally different. I think that I have like a hodgepodge of stuff that comes in um, and then I get angry at myself. And it goes back to what your client said is why we are hard on ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, but every everybody has a different gift and sometimes the gifts aren't meant for you, like you said, to use. Um, in your work, let's say, or mm -hmm. as a, a, a being a medium, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean you don't have the ability there. It's just a matter of how much of it you're going to open yourself to. Mm -hmm. And yet everybody has a sole purpose, right? Everybody yeah. has something that they're here to do. Mm -hmm. And yours is just about sharing this divine gift of being a medium with people. Mine is sharing astrology or human design. Mm -hmm. Somebody else may be a gift of a teacher, a gift of a... A, a nurse, a, a caregiver, a police yeah. officer, everything. It, it plays yeah. a role. Can you imagine, you know, cops that have the good intuition, they just know, or they're a good detective. It's because they have this other little psychic sense that helps them. Or the, the, the hospice nurse or the nurse or the doctor or whatever, they have a knowing. Because I feel like we, we're, uh, I don't know how hair has anything to do with mediumship i don't know what the value is there. it's the crown right this is oh, where your divine yeah, self connects to you oh okay fine but being a hairdresser cutting hair coloring hair and then picking up stuff but to me that's it i guess that's healing if i make you feel good right if i'm looking make you right. pretty then you're gonna feel good i guess i could take that one but i gave up hair i don't do hair anymore well i can imagine that would be quite the trip for you <laughs> Because you're sitting with someone for uh, what almost an hour, <laughs> mm -hmm. and you're supposed to be cutting their hair, but all their gifts, all their their uh, dead loved ones are talking to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that could yeah. be difficult, and then you've got to go on to another person. Yeah, and then another person. It made sense why I was so drained. Yeah, I used to yes. work in a barber shop and do 19 to 20 haircuts a day. Oh my goodness! You know, you had to put them out, put them out, put them out, and I was drained i didn't know then what i know now but it so makes sense you know yeah, absolutely and as a reflector I, anyway that would be that would blow out your circuits didn't know about that either until yeah, i don't then. know when you know i didn't i didn't know that either it was funny because when you came to me and had the reading um i had not felt well again and so i have these moments where they shut me down and i have something that i just can't work through and you said to me something about well i bet you're going through your saturn return and i was like what the hell is this lady talking about but you were right i was in the <laughs> beginning of that and then you said to me do you know what the human design is i said i do but i only know what i am and i know nothing about it and then um i told you i said i couldn't even think i could remember the name i just said i think i'm a one percenter <laughs> you that's right. You just say that. you're, you, <laughs> that's right that's how you said it and i'm like oh you're a reflector and it makes such sense but it's what gives you your gift mm -hmm. right or it it anchors that gift for you but it has to be yeah. um attempted with care because otherwise you risk 
um, damaging your own energy body or your own physicality because it's not sustainable unless you mm-hmm. take care of yourself first. You have to take care of yourself first. So there's that. When you talk about that, you when I was on Desire to Inspire, uh, you had mentioned that it, it, the podcast was originally just to be about mediumship, mediumship stories, exercises from time to time. Then we added in um, some guest speakers. We had you on because we don't know about astrology or human design. So, you know, I'm all about helping you help, you know, each other. Um, so we do talk about other things because all of February was how to love yourself. And the reason what was behind that was that most of my, some of my clients, when am I going to find love? When am I going to do this? I keep getting the wrong guy, blah, 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 because some, I am psychic as well. So I get those things. And yeah. I thought, well, maybe if you loved yourself and maybe if we all loved ourselves more and had more self-confidence in ourselves. It's a work in progress, right? Then you will attract the right people. So that's podcast wasn't, it was all about that month about loving yourself. We had a hypnotherapist on there. We had cord cutting on there, whatever. Um, what does that have to do with mediumship? Well, if you're not a good conduit and you're not right in your own mind and space, then you can't be the best that you can be. So it all plays a role in it, even though it wasn't mediumship. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's interesting about you being a hairdresser is that somewhere in, you know, I read all over and many different things. And one time I was reading about women and the reason why they have long hair is because the hair acts as an antenna. Hmm. So if you're working with people as a hairdresser, you're working with their antennas, Hmm. if you will, right? We don't have whiskers like cats do or antennas like bugs do, but this is our antenna, which is why presumably Hmm. women were more psychic or open or intuitive. Because men usually, well, anyway, we could go on and on about that. But. I didn't know that. I didn't know that um, yeah. because I've never had my hair longer than to my shoulders. And I just keep cutting it and cutting it. I just, I just, just was like, I want. Can you imagine if you had long hair, you had all no. this antenna? Oh my God. No. <laughs> I just can't do anything with long hair. I just pin it back and I'm just like, no, I, I just want this little fluffy stuff going. Yeah, it, it's crazy, but that's exact. It's just so funny because the crown chakra in in uh, human design, uh, that that one center sticks up above the human body, and the other part of it's in the human body. Mm-hmm. So it is the interface of the divine with the human. It's where we would initially bring in information from mm-hmm. others, uh, or from the ethers, right? Others or the ethers. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, be informed by that energy signature that's coming in that way. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, in a way that we are all psychic or mm-hmm. potentially mediums or mm-hmm. sensitive, it's just going to mm-hmm. be different based on everybody's designs or their astrology because they have, you know, certain things they were here to focus on. And right. being a psychic may not be what they were here to focus on. Even though they have the ability to find it's okay to have the ability, but it's just what you do with it or whatever. But I got to tell you, the work that you do is so important because of how, you know, I would never have known how comforting it is if Brian hadn't died the way he did, right? Because I would never have reached out probably for a medium in, in any other way. And well, it wasn't me that reached out even. It was my daughter. She was the one pulling us, you know, all to do this. And it was so comforting. I mean, I don't, I can't even, you know, you took what was, you know, our one of our darkest experiences and you added light to it because you were able to bring in Brian at the point that we really couldn't, right? We were still so gobsmacked by the whole problem that occurred. So... <laughs> you know, we're, we're still trying to wrap our, our heads around the trauma. And here you are, this light that's telling us that everything's okay. Right. Cause you know, there's a lot of stigma still, even in, in as, as metaphysical as I am, I still mm-hmm. have that one niggling doubt that a suicide goes to hell, right. From some Christian 
something. And I don't have, course, I don't believe in hell. Exactly. I, I don't I, either. But that, I, say that we live in, I say we live in it. <laughs> I, I think we do too. I think hell is all about when we've forgotten our divinity. Yeah. Together in peace and love and understanding. And, and I know that's trauma. I mean, just like I, it, it hurts me to my core to watch anybody. I wouldn't have a job doing this if it wasn't needed. Right. And yeah. it's so sad on how a lot, we know mom and dad's going to die. You know, grandma and grandpa's going to die. That normally doesn't really affect us as bad because we're conditioned to know that this is what's happening. But it's then the natural have, order of the universe. Right, right, right. And then all of a sudden a drunk driver takes a person out, takes your daughter out, takes your son out, your son or your daughter takes their life. The husband takes a life. You know, you, you just do this. They're murdered or they're they're just not in the right place or whatever. And those are the ones that just rock our world, you know, just yeah. rock our world. That wasn't supposed to happen. This is wasn't your time. You know, um, but that's our perception on it. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of baggage out there that's been brought to us via religions or via cultures or mm -hmm. belief systems, society's mm -hmm. pressures and things like that. Um, but when you strip it down to the truth, right, when you strip, strip it down to the truth, there is no difference between being in the physical body other than being alive and in the physical and the spiritual, which is still alive, but it's in the spirit world, not the physical world. Mm -hmm. And our perception is that we've lost somebody or we've lost something. But what I've learned through you and through just my own experiences after having been uh, in a session with you is that that's not true. They're always there. Mm -hmm. They're still there, mm -hmm. just in a different form. Yeah. And you have to mention that sometimes when I do readings, people, I had a lady one time tell me that all kind that the reading was wrong. And she kept telling me, no, 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 no. And I said, okay, my energy is not jiving with you and I don't want to charge you. So you could just go ahead. And she goes, why? Because we're not, I'm, I don't know what's going on here. You're telling me a lot of no's and that's not sitting well with me. And she's like, well, it was all right. I just don't want to talk to them. Oh, <gasps> no. <laughs> I'm like, WTF. That just <laughs> happened, right? I was not okay with this. Because as my business card says, healing spirits here and there, this is just as healing for us as it is for them. When you get up there and you did all this bad stuff as a human body here, and then you get up there into your your God source or your spirit source, your your spirit, your self. energy, your in your yeah. higher self, right? Then you'd see all the things that your human body did. You want to apologize. We have a life review. We see the ripple effect. Oh, perfect time right behind me. You could see the ripple effect of what we did right and what we did wrong and how it affected others. Right? Yeah. 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 That's not, I don't know. It's just. And without judgment, right? There's not judgment there. Like no God is sitting there going, now you go, you're damned. But as mm -hmm. a soul, it's okay. Let, let's, let's review, you know, the options, I guess. I don't know, because yeah. I don't necessarily remember dying ever and doing anything on the other side. But uh, yeah. I'm sure there are people that can that in between life, there are yeah. um, near death experiences and that. they see yeah, near death experiences and things like that, where they see and get an mm -hmm. opportunity to come back and course correct. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think that we're walking, we no, Terry's going to own it. So I think that I'm walking the right path and I call them ruts in the road, like the freeway that everyone's on this little mode of going every day, every day down this road. So you get the ruts in the road. That's my ruts. And then all of a sudden I, I have, shit going on in my life someone died or the job or the house or the rent or COVID or whatever and then you just get in this little funk you're going deeper into the ruts but if you can get that little glimpse of light that your loved ones are here or they want you to be on this right path and you pop out of those ruts and you're going 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 so Terry's going 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 oh she's doing a great job look at her let me see this is my puppet self like my 
this is what I say. I'm a puppet down here. And yeah. then all of a sudden, let's throw this at her and see what she does with it. <laughs> right. And so then I have a choice to either, oh my God. And then I'm going to go back into this sadness, this darkness, or this chaos or whatever. Oh, that Terry's back in the retina roads. If I could say, oh, yeah, we're not doing that. Those are not my monkeys anymore. And then I stay on my path. That's a spiritual path to me personally. That's mine. Um, and because we're all human and we all do things differently, right? Yeah. Do you understand exactly. that? So like if you're on the path, you'll see all the signs that life is doing good for you. Um, it's you can't just go through a dark tunnel and then all of a sudden walk out and it's just daylight. People just don't do it that way. You have, you didn't get there just like that. You didn't get right. in a bad place just like that, but now we can see the glimpse of the light and be positive to say, okay, now my loved ones will be coming. Now I could feel them. I feel good. Um, they're watching me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think and it all plays a role. It all plays a role with everybody's life, right? Sometimes, you know, it is, we're stubborn, right? We get caught. I think you're right. That rut thing is, is endemic. We all sort of get into ruts and it's, you've got to make a choice to get out of those ruts. Right. Choose. It's hard. It is hard. It's not easy. People say you don't understand. And I'm like, you're right. I don't understand losing a child. But when I'm doing a reading, I feel your pain. And I feel your emotions and I feel theirs. So it's not really happening to me, but I do kind of understand. And well, I you're just want to in. You're tapping in because you're absorbing. Everything. I just want to heal. My grandson says, what is your, what's that? I'm afraid what he'll say at school. So I'm like, well, what are you going to tell the people at school that your mantra is doing? Because I try to keep it a secret for a long time. And then he's like, my, my Maja heals hearts. She heals broken hearts. And he came up on that all on his own. I love it. He's such and a sweet man. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have a question from somebody. Uh, okay. Tom says, Terry, can you ask for the collective or just for individuals? Like, can you ask the bigger, wider question? Like, you know, what are we learning as humans right now? What's our biggest lesson? I wish that's a good question, Tom, because I wish that I could do that. I think that there's different types of mediums. There's medical mediums, there's physical mediums, there's empathic mediums, there's remote viewer mediums, animal communication. Maybe I already said that. But I think that everyone has a forte. You know, it's just like being a hairdresser. Maybe I'm good at haircutting and I suck at coloring, you know. So I think that there's different modalities to what we can do. I would love to do that. I don't know how personally I'd handle that. Mm. <laughs> I would be surprised why I couldn't, though, because I'm so open. But maybe that's just not here yet for me. You know, well, remember uh, Abraham Hicks has a collective. Susan Giesman has a collective. There's yeah. many people that give the collectives. And it's such a plethora of amazing information. Remember a couple of weeks ago, though, your whole sense of houses falling into the water like landslide type things. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, what is going on? So you do, mm -hmm. right? Because that was just as California was getting ready to have mm -hmm. that whole rainstorm yeah. train. And it. And I got that like the first, right around my birthday, I got that hit. So my birthday is February 4th. And I got that information. And I remember sharing it with you, telling you, oh my God, I saw houses going into the water. And I think it's in San Diego, but I, because I think it's a water source here. And you're like, it's not always so literal, Terry. And I'm like, no, Janet, you just don't know. <laughs> Right. And then it was, <laughs> but it wasn't to you. I think that's it, or, or to your mom. Mm -hmm. She, because your mom lives down there, right? In San Diego. Well, not in San Diego. She does live, she does live in Southern California. Yes. But it was, that's pastor. That's where my uh, granddaughter is. My granddaughter lives out in San Diego. But, yeah. but then you sent me a clip and you're like, look at this. And I, and I don't watch the news. So unless my mom tells me what's going on, I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, interesting right that i mean i think you might be able to do that but maybe it comes not in the same way for you as mm -hmm. you know people and their their loved ones those are them. not in my waking mind yeah 
those are precognition. Those are my dreams. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's something I have done way before I knew mediumship. I way before I would dream something and it would happen. If I dream it three times, it's going down. I don't care what's happening. You're not changing that path. But yeah. why are you giving it to me? I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. You can't say, well, the plane's going to fall from the sky. Well, what plane? Who do you call? They're going to think you're batshit crazy, right? So you, you, why are you giving me these sights of seeing these things if I cannot do anything about it what's the point and I think now what the point is is to validate the information that you do get no matter how you get it is accurate right 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 I went through a time in my life where I was seeing um plane crashes and then I would hear that there was a plane crash mm -hmm. Uh, I remember the weirdest one ever for me was way back in, uh, must have been the early 80s when Reagan was president. Yeah. And uh, one day I was just sitting in my living room and I heard something about Star Wars defense system. And so I thought it was about a movie. Mm. You know, I thought it was a movie. And then uh, I asked Terry, my husband, Terry, uh, you know, what does this mean to you? And he's like, I don't know. And then not long after, Reagan started this whole initiative about the Star Wars defense system. And I went, mm -hmm. oh, my God. Now, why? Why? What was the point? Why would I pick that up? It's so random. Mm -hmm. Random. Like, it had no bearing on me. Right. Uh, that I knew, anyway, or still mm -hmm. haven't seen how that had any bearing, except to say you're tapping in um, to something larger than yourself. Right. And mine's enduring my sleep. Mine's during my sleep. Yeah. That happens to me. I did dream of the, the in 2004 or five when the tsunami hit uh, Malaysia or Indonesia. See, you're um, doing it too. You should be yeah. journaling it. You should write it down. I, I do journals. I, when I know it's a precog, I will tell my husband, listen, I had this dream. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you because I need somebody to witness it if indeed it happens. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, I did that that time. And it was what Christmas Eve or Christmas morning I woke up went to my computer and there it was. I went, Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And I'll even have dreams where I'm like rising up above a map. So I'm even, Oh, that's I'm cool. Seeing, I'm seeing the map. I've done that so many times here in Washington when it's flooded because I'm rising above the map and I can see right where it's going to flood. It's weird, but too bad I'm you couldn't hone that in on finding missing people. I don't think it's necessarily my path to do that. that see, but... that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking I... about. It's not your, it's yeah. not your path. If it's your path, it's going to happen. If it's not, you could still have those awarenesses. I'm still a hairdresser, so I could still fix your hair, but I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I still have the little help there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, everybody has their own thing, but so many times we're getting, we're, we are bombarded with mm -hmm. uh, input and, I think sometimes we just shield ourselves so much from it because it's just so much noise in the field. Mm -hmm. And then when we really needed it, we've tuned it out. Mm -hmm. So I try not to tune anything out, but you know, I didn't tune into anything that was happening with Brian either until 7:30 that night, 7:30 that night, my gut hurt. And I was like, I, something's wrong. I don't know what's wrong, but something's wrong. Uh, and it was at eight o'clock when he shot himself or eight Oh three, something like that. It was, you know, but so nonspecific, like I can dream about star Wars defense system, but you can't tell me that myself. Well, that just pissed you off. That just pisses yeah. me off. Why are you giving me yeah. this when I want this? You know, it's not what we want. It's what we need. Yeah. That's how I feel like when people come in example, somebody not wanting to talk to that one person, dude, I don't have a four one one to spirit yet. <laughs> right you can't just dial in you know morticia you know whatever that was an odd name to throw out there um, <laughs> you know i can't but after i didn't i still did that reading yeah and yeah. um afterward and it still it was right it's just that she's telling me no and just let them heal too just be okay with it well i'm over that person and i forgave them and i said no you didn't because if you did you wouldn't be telling me that i'm all this wrong when in fact you're the one not wanting the information yeah you're don't blocked. shoot the messenger <laughs>
<laughs> That's right. Don't shoot Terry. She's not the cause. I'm not responsible problem. for everything that comes out of my mouth. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, all right, let's see. We're, it's already almost nine o'clock, Terry. I don't know how we do this, but uh, I want to go back, just make sure I picked up everybody's questions. Okay, let's. Uh, Tom says, Terry, you're not medium. You're well done. And <laughs> just got jokes. Treat yourself, I think, whose name is Julie, says, what a beautiful blessing you have, Terry. Mm -hmm. And uh, Christine says, uh, something passed. The, the movie Dragonfly came on television, and it helped my son and confirmed things for us. He was a great kid. And when the priest mentioned the H word, I replied, this kid's pain was understood. Yes. And, you know, the, the thing with that, Christine, was that I have a little sister who... When I called her to tell her Brian had died, she was like, I'll, I'll be there for you. And I, I hesitated because she's so religious, right? And I just knew mm -hmm. the judgment was there, that, mm -hmm. that, that he had, you know, committed suicide. And yet when she came to be there with me, she nor her husband mentioned it ever, never have mentioned it since, uh, that kind of thing, you know, like, oh, he's mm -hmm. damned or he's going to hell. Mm -hmm. And uh so I kind of learned a lesson there too. Don't prejudge somebody mm -hmm. else's beliefs. They they don't just spill it out at you. So uh, there's that. And let's see, I think I had, Corey says, I once had a dream that a coworker gave birth. I knew the sex and weight. Next day I found out my coworker had her baby. Again, Aww. random, right? Yeah, random yeah, stuff. yeah. And uh, why your coworker, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, because it's your bubble. It's your bubble. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Thank you everybody for the condolences. We, you know, it's just such a great subject to talk about because it's so, uh, because Terry was involved in all of this with us. So it, I didn't mean to bring it up as I needed condolences or anything like that, but I appreciate that heartfelt sentiment. Um, Christine says, LOL, I was nicknamed Morticia for bringing my tarot cards to school at 12 years old. <laughs> Oh my god, that's great, Christine. Oh my god. And I just threw Morticia out there. That is just the randomest name to say. But you do that stuff all the time. Terry, it's so funny. Like, why would you bring up Morticia? That's funny. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, I think that's it for us today. So, Terry. Wait, there was a lady that asked a question about the grocery store. Oh, did I miss that one? Yeah, because I think it ended up on my page and I told her to pop on over and but it was oh my God, what was the question I was telling you she wanted to know. Um, we've talked about so much about we did hit the grocery store that people are in there, yeah. I want to clarify that I don't see spirits okay. Don't say that you can't do something. You have to, because that's a negative. But my normal thing is not to see. But yes, I can sometimes. Sometimes it's in the third eye and sometimes it's an actual person. Do I see these people in the grocery store? No, I don't. Do Are some mediums that way? Absolutely. Um, mine is just a sense or a feeling. So um, in the grocery store, it's not like, I think her question was, do I see him all over the grocery store? No, I personally, Terry does not. Dude, yeah. that would be so cool for me though. I would think that would be so cool. I don't know, because look at how spaced out you got when you saw that man walking down your street in shorts and flip-flops <laughs> on a cold winter day. Because I couldn't tell him a difference. I thought he was a, a not that he wasn't human. I thought he was like you and I with on, on earth, on earth. I saw yeah. him as plain as day. But uh, when the grandson couldn't see him, then I thought, oh, <laughs> oh shit, that oh, just happened. The spirit that I'm seeing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it would be so that's converting, cool. I think, if they're in the grocery store, you were seeing everybody's lineages. They're, they're passed all mm -hmm. over relatives. I mean. That's not how I see it. So the, she had a good question. Um, they can always pop over to my Facebook page. I am very much into answering questions if they want. I just don't want to be asked to be reading your family members like that. So, but I do have my Terry Strauss medium page. It is Terry Strauss medium, medium right? That's on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of my Instagram, so don't, you don't want to go there. I think I want to get rid of that. There's a lot of not nice things happening with that page. 
happens all people the time. copying me i will never reach out to you to give you a reading i will never dm you i will never pm you whatever this is i i won't be doing this yeah so but they did get oh, a couple well. of my clients so i just have to be mindful about that there's so many people out there that just are mm -hmm. you know I don't know. Then my email address is medium at terrystrauss.com. And that's how you make appointments with me. I'm kind of booking into July right now. And, um, but that's because I'm taking some time off for the granddaughter coming to visit. Um, so I, I need that time with her. Yeah. I'm going to show that for people. There you go. Medium at terrystrauss.com. That's how you would get in contact with Terry for a reading. Mm -hmm. And her Facebook page again was Terry Strauss Medium. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to find Terry, T E R R I, mm -hmm. not Y. Uh, <laughs> and you can interact with Terry there. And then let me show for YouTube, medium at terrystrauss.com, but expect to be uh, into July. Is that what you said? That's and where my appointment, that's where I'm booking at right now. But that's only because I want to take some time off. I'm in June right now, booking up until the point where um, I'll still do stuff in June, but I won't be doing my normal load. Right. And should they expect that it is a group reading or an individual reading? Oh, no, it's not going to be a group reading. I've actually exonated all of those this year. I'll look at it again later. Right now, I just want to focus on it. And okay. in November, in December, last year I started, I will not take any repeat clients in November and December. They're only new clients. I do new clients all the time, but I don't want to know do any repeats because those are the holiday months and they're the hardest to deal with a loss. So yes. if I could read somebody for the first time to give them some closure or some help or something, I don't want to fill it up with my people that just want to come back for more. And I'm I'm grateful for those people. Um, it's just that I want to allow it to be the ones that need it the most that need to hear from their loved ones during that time. Cause the holidays are the toughest time right? and their birthdays, the, their, the birthdays mm -hmm. of the passing of the past one that that's tough. Mm -hmm. So good. All right, Terry, thank you so much. It's so great to talk to you. Thank you for having me on your other show too. And this one, I appreciate it so much. I feel so special. You are special. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Uh, we you. appreciate you coming and listening to us. On Wednesday, I will be on air with Tam Veyu of the Energy Almanac. I can't even believe I'm going to say this, but it's time to look at April and what the astrology for April is. So that'll be on Wednesday. And then also I'll see you on Friday. That's it for today. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye, Terry. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I love the heart. Ha, ha, ha.